Welcome to Ladder Talk Live, a podcast for leaders, thinkers, and future makers. Covering topics like personal branding, self-awareness, networking, fear, and career management. I'm your host, I'm Coach Polina. Good morning, good morning, good morning, everyone. Happy Tuesday, August 30th. I hope everyone is having a Tuesday. Um, wherever you are located. I hope you're having an amazing day. Uh, we are live on Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, and Entra, as well as Instagram. If this is your first time engaging with the uh, podcast, feel free to say good morning, uh, introduce yourself into the chat, but also make sure you share this live. We are here every day, uh, Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. Eastern, and we talk all things business, career, and growth. Uh, today uh, on Ladder Talk Live, we are talking about social media. All week we've been talking about social media, and we're going to continue on that today. Specifically, we're talking about social media for business growth. How do you use social media tools to grow your business. So today we're going to be diving in deeper and expanding on how uh, you can make your business grow. Um, good morning, Amara, Vino, uh, Adwale, uh, Foster. Good morning, good morning. So once again, thank you all for joining me. Again, you are live with me, Coach Belina, on Ladder Talk Live. In this episode, we're talking about how to use social media tools to grow your business. We're going to discuss everything from the basics of what each tool is, how it works, and we're going to go all the way up to advanced strategies for growing your business with social media. So let's dive right in. So first, I want to talk about the difference between each social media platform. Now, I'm just going to highlight the top three um, at this point, and I'll, I'll give a brief um, introduction on some of the others. So Facebook, um, and let me kind of give you an over or an idea here. Social media, of course, is a great way to get your name out there and grow your business, but it is important to know what you're doing on each platform and how to optimize your post to convert into sales. So Facebook, number one, Facebook is, is best used as a place to post fun content that will encourage engagement like memes and videos. It's also a great place to make announcements about new products or services you offer, which you can do by posting a link to your website in the comments um, of, of your post as well. Facebook has now also evolved. Um, really, it, it can be your storefront. You can sell all of your products if you're a product-based business on your Facebook page. Uh, so it is it does behoove you to, if you're selling products, to ensure that they are um, integrated onto your Facebook platform because it's going to be very useful um, in, in making sure you're engaging but also selling your product. I also encourage you to make sure that you know that um, you want to make sure you're, the people who are purchasing your product, you want to entice them to share their results. If it's a product, if it's a service, you want to get as many reviews as possible because people social proof before they make a purchase in some cases. So the best opportunities you have to do that is utilizing your existing clients to provide you that level of social proof with reviews on the product, pictures of them wearing the product, uh, talking about their experience with the service, et cetera, et cetera. Instagram is best used for a place for visual content, such as photos and videos. It's also a great place to post behind the scenes footage uh, from events, photo shoots, et cetera, 
as well as quotes from influential people in your industry. Instagram has also evolved. Uh, now, as many of you know, reels are extremely uh, prevalent uh, at this point on, on Instagram. So anytime you have an opportunity to, again, share a little bit of thoughtful words about your product, about the solution you're providing, the problem that you're, you're uh, solving for your, your client or, or the people that you're, you're serving, you also want to make sure you're sharing that knowledge in the form of content. People want to see content uh, that they feel connected to. So providing yourself an opportunity to connect with your audience, what, what type of content uh, are they most likely to engage with? You want to make sure you're sharing that information because it's definitely going to be useful and, and important for um, the long-term connection and relationships that you're building with your ideal audience, your ideal client. And then lastly, we'll talk about Twitter. Twitter is a good is good for short bursts of information, links um, in blog posts, articles about current events relevant to your niche. Uh, for example, if there's like a new legislation nowadays, you know, it's, it's voting time um, from a local side. So those are a lot of things you're going to be seeing in, in the media uh, today. So you can also use it for sharing quotes again um, as well, you know, uh, brief and inspirational quotes from yourself or from people that, you know, you're influenced by uh, just some ideas that you can share on your platform. But it's also a way to share your brand voice from a literal perspective. Uh, you can talk about updates. You can talk about um, strategies that your your platform, you know, your program or uh, solution, your product, whatever the case may be, is going on. But also uh, current events. You know, you're able to share what your feedback is on something or your thoughts, your perspective. Another platform we want to talk about is LinkedIn, uh, especially from a professional perspective, you're able to share your uh, thought leadership perspective in a professional setting uh, with other like-minded individuals who may find that particular information to also be interesting. So it just gives you a continuous opportunity to share your expertise and once again, expand and grow your business. So next, I want to talk about how to optimize your social media pages for conversions. So number one, be consistent in tone and voice across all channels. If you have been following me for a while, you see that all of the platforms I participate in, I'm consistent across the board. Who I am remains who I am. I don't have to change anything because it's just me, right? I'm still providing my authentic self, which is what we talked about in the past couple of weeks on our podcast. Um, but it's important to continue to show up as yourself so that you don't have to remember who are you presenting on one platform versus another. Um, nowadays, there are a lot of other platforms out there, TikTok and you know, various discords, Entra, you know, places where you're able to create uh, your brand voice across even more channels. So definitely take advantage of that. Now, there may be a need to tweak a few things because, for example, TikTok is more so video interactions of different things versus TikTok, uh, Twitter is text, right? So obviously, there's certain things you're going to elements you'll be able to bring at, for, to one platform that you won't be able to bring to another. But your brand voice should still remain the same. So be mindful of that so people know who to expect. 
give people to a reason to engage with you. So whether it be sharing a tweet or sharing a reel or liking a post, make sure that you're creating content that people want to engage with, that people want to resonate with. And then on the other side, be mindful that there are humans on the other side of this that are posting this content. If you find it to be beneficial, hit the like button. So while you're watching this, hit that like button uh, for, for this podcast, because again, it just continues to help them get a little bit further in their, in their business and, and allow more people to recognize it and see it. So be sure that if you're seeing content on your social media platforms and you find it to be useful and engaging, don't be afraid to hit the like button. Don't be afraid to encourage that human. Remember, we're focusing on human interaction here to encourage them that your content has helped me. You, you know, this, this, outfit makes me feel better about myself. You know, if it's a product-based business, there's just so many things that you can still get out of it that you can talk about and encourage one another with. Um, because again, we're all humans interacting with each other. Next, make it easy for people to find what they're looking for on your page. As I said, now uh, with, with product-based businesses, you are able to really put your product on many of these platforms without a person having to go to your website. So make sure if you are a product-based business that's providing that type of item, you want to make sure it's easily to be purchased right? If a person's coming into your uh, business virtually and they're holding their credit card in their hand, they want to buy something. Don't make it hard for a person to buy from you. And if they're on your social media platform and they're saying, hmm, this person has a lot of information to share. How can I learn from this person? I'm willing to pay for it. Once again, don't make it hard for the person to find you. So for me, for example, with my clients, I don't make it hard for them to find me. To the point where I would say, okay, let's just hop on a consultation call, go to coachwalina.com and schedule a free clarity session with me. And we'll talk about the various programs I have available to, to connect with you and work with you on versus, um, well, I don't know. Should I go to the workshop? Should I do this? Should I do that? Make it easy for people to know exactly how to work with you, how to connect with you. Instead of them aimlessly walking around your virtual store with their credit card in their hand and nothing to buy, because eventually a person is going to get to get to the point where they're like, well, let me just go to the next person. What's the competitor's name again? Right. You want to make sure that you provide the solution that the person that's coming to your site is looking for. And you want to do it in a way that makes it easy for them to buy from you. OK, good morning, Trisha. Uh, next. Uh, focus on one or two specific goals per channel. So if there are more than uh, two goals, use a separate channel for each one. Now, if you look at my platform, for example, you'll see I'm specific to Ladder Talk Live and my coaching business from a leadership coaching perspective. So those are the two flagships that you will find on my platform versus on the other side. Uh, if I decide to do something else, I would likely either remove one or create a whole nother uh, uh, page to ensure that it's specific for that. You want to make sure people understand when they come to your page, what you're, what you provide, what solutions are you providing? What product are you selling? Don't confuse them. And you say, oh, well, I'm a cupcake business, but I also sell tacos. It's like, that doesn't make any sense, right? I don't see how these two things make sense and mix together. So make sure your brand is 
put together and built in such a way that it just makes sense that these things are together, that they go together, they mix like peanut butter and jelly, okay? Um, next, I want to talk about why it's crucial to post consistently and regularly on your pages. Now, I'm going to be honest, it's not enough to simply post on your page once and then leave it. You, you need to be posting more regularly. And if you ask why, the, the answer is because people will forget about you if you don't give them something new to talk about. If they don't see that you're open for business, especially from a, uh, it's hard to tell from a virtual perspective. So they have to regulate that to your post. And if you don't post regularly enough, maybe they'll assume this is part time. Maybe they'll assume that this isn't a consistent business or, you know, whatever the case may be versus when you see um, people constantly, co companies constantly in your inbox. Every day I'm getting a message from Fashion Nova about some 80% off deal. Sometimes you as the, the user may think, wow, they, they're constantly sending messages. But to your subconscious, you're, you know, if I want to buy a product at two o'clock in the morning, they're going to be able to fulfill my order. Right. So be mindful of that on the other end. When you're working with a smaller business that is constantly engaging with you, that's just their way of sharing. I'm still open for business and I have something to share. And there is something that you can purchase. Right. We're, we're still here. So think about the last time you went to an event. The host probably had some sort of theme or entertainment plan. They didn't just invite everyone over and say, have fun. They prepared for it, right? They, when, when people showed up, they felt like they were part of a special event. So that's what you're doing when you post regularly on a page. You're inviting people to, to you're inviting people and preparing for their arrival, giving them something new to talk about every time they come back. It makes them feel like they're always going to have something interesting going on in their lives or, um, you know, in their lives that get them excited. Um, this builds trust among your customers. And trust is key for repeat customers, of course. So that can help your business grow faster and faster than ever before. So ensuring that as you're going along the process, you're going to be able to share specifically what it is that you uh, bring to the table. But again, you're gathering that excitement that people want to continue to come back for. So for those of you, your, my regulars that come and watch Ladder Talk Live, one, I've created a space where you just know what's going to happen every weekday at 11 a.m. But also, you know, you're going to be getting quality content. Uh, there's going to be fun, an element to it. So create that space where people want to keep coming back and listening to what you have to say. OK, uh, is this helpful? I want to take a breath. I know I've been giving you a lot of information. Is this helpful? Uh, Asia says, if there is time, would you repeat some of what you said each platform is best for? So Facebook is going to be best for posting fun content, encouraging engagement, um, like memes, videos, things like that. Instagram, as you know, is more visually focused. Uh, I would say now, as you know, reels are, are very prevalent right now on, on the platform. So if you can create some tutorials or video-based content that's still sharing your message, that's going to be the way to go. Uh, Twitter, content-based, or excuse me, context-based in terms of um, writing things out, you know, uh, giving um, real-time feedback on, 
on current events, um, being able to talk about your brand voice, exactly what you provide in, in text form. Uh, we've got LinkedIn, you know, same same format, providing professionally engaging content. You've got TikTok, that's more video content. You've got um, Entra that has the uh, ability to do both. So there's just def different places that you can do go, but the important thing is that you're sharing your brand voice and the same brand voice is, is spread across all platforms. So make sure as you're engaging with various platforms, you're still bringing your authentic self to the, to the table, as I like to say. Making sure that who you are is who, who, who you're bringing to the table, okay? Um, now let's go back to how to use analytics to improve your posting strategy. Now, the best way to make sure your posting strategy is working is, of course, going to be analytics. Now, whether you're a small business owner or a professional blogger, there's no reason not to take advantage of data that can help you optimize your posting strategy. So I want to give you some tips. Number one, set up Google Analytics. This is a free tool that will help you track how many people are coming to your website and what they're looking at when they get there. So that way you can figure out which content is most popular um, and which isn't uh, getting any views at all. So you can identify what is the trend that people seem to be liking most within your platform and then what content is not and maybe needs to be tweaked to, again, uh, um, reach your ideal audience. Okay. Number two, look at visitor behavior patterns over time and across different voices, um, excuse me, uh, different devices. You might be surprised by what you find. So for example, did you know that people tend to read more on their phones than on their laptops or that more people visit your site during specific hours of the these insights can help inform how often or when you post new content on social media platforms like Facebook or Twitter so that they can maximize exposure uh, on social media platforms um, among potential customers who are likely browsing during those specific times of day. So, for example, I provide a solution from a uh, coaching perspective, uh, specifically to uh, people in leadership, people in their career at various levels. Um, there's a, you know, sometimes I can identify if I post something later at night, I'm poking, I'm poking at a pain point of someone who can't go to sleep at night because they're so stressed about the job they have to wake up to. That person needs to be coached by me because they need a way out. They need a way out. If if I were a weight loss coach and I am tailoring my content to someone who wants to get their life on track, get their body right, be more healthy so they can live a longer, fulfilling life, I'm going to point poke at that pain point to make sure they know this. I am the solution. Right. So you need to know where your ideal clients also are, but also when are they most vulnerable where you can provide support? where you can provide that, that response. Because as people go through their day, sometimes they're kind of just going through the motions, but it's that time, there's certain times where they're just with their own thoughts and they're realizing, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to keep doing this. I'm looking for information. I'm looking for help. That's where that business 
will come into play and provide that support and that level of, of influence to help them get to where they're going. Okay. Uh, use analytics like Google Trends or BuzzSumo to see what topics are trending right now within certain industries like yours or on social media platforms like Facebook and Twitter. There are also um, platforms such as Ask the Public where you can identify what are some of the top questions or comments that are searched through Google that people are asking about. For me, that's how I, I can create some of my content because people want to know, more people want to know about that. So from an SEO perspective, people are, are searching for that the most. So now I can provide a solution to more people that I know already are looking for that level of support and that content. Okay. So hopefully this has been um, helpful. What questions can I answer for you while we are here live? Uh, once again, thank you, Asia, Amara. Any questions that I can answer for you? I'd love to answer those uh, questions live. But ultimately, while those are coming up, I, I just want to remind you the importance of just continuing to show up as yourself. I know I've shared a lot of content today, a lot of data, a lot of information that if, if you're not used to doing this on a daily basis, can be quite overwhelming. But the beautiful thing I want you to consider is that you can focus on one thing a day, one thing a day to bring your business forward. And over time, as you get used to working on these various platforms, then you'll start to introduce automation to that platform where you don't necessarily have to constantly show up every few hours to provide this, this information. You can auto autopilot a few things, which can be very helpful, especially as you're expanding your brand. You'll want to consider the, the factors of growing that business, hiring more employees, that that's their specialty. You know, we're all in, a, if, for those with smaller businesses, you want to get to a place where you can hire dedicated staff. How exciting would that be, right, to, to have dedicated members that are focused on one task that now you can focus on something else? Get to a point where that's something you're looking forward to, to helping expand and grow your business. Don't just think, I have to by myself, because you don't. There are people out there who are currently, right now, looking for the job you're about to hire for. And they're going to be the perfect fit. They're going to be uh, specifically able to help grow your business because as a result now, your time is freed up as the CEO or the owner or the founder to be able to think of other things to creatively grow the business. So be mindful of thinking you have to do things on your own because you do not have to do it alone. There are people out here who are uh, happy to take on opportunities. So focus on getting your, your business to a place where you can hire uh, more staff and, and know that that help is coming. So uh, Asia is asking, do you have to have a product or service that's ready to go before you start posting? No, I mean, it really just depends. Uh, sometimes people are their own brand. Bloggers are their own brand. There are uh, content creators that are just content creators. So no, you don't have to have a product or uh, to, to sell or a service to provide in order to still be a business. And for further reference, I'm asking in the context if you know what you plan to talk about, like your topics. Well, I mean, I personally, because I am more life 
life and, and business and career is all commingled together. I want to make sure from a podcasting perspective, I have something to share for various audiences that are looking for this information because my ideal client could be an entrepreneur, a business owner, but also a VP of a major tech company, right? So I, I'm providing um, information at both levels. As I've said, as a VP, you're also a business owner as well, because your, your job is to maintain the business of the team that you're supporting. So it just all depends on how you look at it. Amara says, thank you. I'm trying to conquer burnout. Every time I am encouraged to do content or work on myself or my brand, I write everything down, but then I find myself not doing it because I feel that I have too much on my plate on top of work. What tools or advice do you recommend for someone like me? And how can I put out the mindset and actually do it? So I work a full-time job as well. I work a full-time job. I have a full-time coaching business where I have clients that I work with on a regular basis on top of the podcast. So I consider that to be its own full-time business as well. You put in what you really want, right? If you're willing to give eight hours to another company, another human, where that was their dream, now you're helping fulfill their dream, why would you not? provide that same level of energy for your own business. So first and foremost, you have to identify, are you taking yourself seriously? Are you really taking yourself seriously? Because if you allow yourself to give your own excuses for your own business, how, how are you taking it seriously? If, if you come home and you say, oh, I'm too tired. All I have the energy to do is cut the TV on. That's, that's a cop out. Right. So you want to make sure that you're you're being honest with yourself. Are you really taking yourself seriously? And do you really want this? And secondly, everything doesn't have to be done in a day. It, it can't be in most cases. So focus on a list. Um, make sure you're subscribed to my email list. Go to Career Boss Academy. These are things I go through. Um, but create a list and check off one thing at a time. Just focus on one thing at a time. If it's going to be your logo, focus just on your logo. If it's going to be your mission statement, focus on your mission statement. If it's going to be acquiring uh, clients, do that. If it's going to be content, focus on that. For me, because I have myself spread through multiple places and, and supporting multiple people, I have told myself I focus on certain things per day. Because if I do, if I try and do everything in one day, I'm overwhelmed. I'm I'm walking in circles because I don't know what to do first. But if you can focus on one business at a time, one idea at a time, and create a template for that, and it's a rinse and repeat. It's a rinse and repeat. So Amara, if you can put yourself in a position where I want to focus on content, give yourself one of my clients I, I'm working with. She she is a uh, full time lawyer. And she's also working on her coaching business uh, where she is coaching businesses to get their their um, uh, getting their business legit and focusing on starting the business the right way from a legal perspective. So she's teaching um, business owners how to start legitly. So she's she's in a rock and a hard place because she's like, OK, well, I need to start advertising, um, but I also need to have a social media presence. So her and I had a sit down conversation, a one on one, and we decided, OK, what does your schedule look like in a week and what does your freedom look like in a week? We need to dedicate 
at least one or two hours per week to focus on content. Focus on, and the content can be a rinse and repeat. The same content you post on Instagram, post it on Facebook, post it on LinkedIn, post it elsewhere. You know what I mean? You, you don't have to do one content for this, one content for that, one content for that. You can put it all together. So focus on first, how can you time out your, your day? Put, put, a, put a schedule together. What are you really doing and where do you have your free time? And then put some time in it. It may not be until 8 p.m. 8 to 9 is your free time after you've gotten the kids in bed and you've got a second to yourself. But you got to put it, write it down and identify what are you going to be doing each day so that you know that you can check it off the list. So hopefully that helps, Amara. Perfect. Perfect. Glad to see that you have subscribed. All right. Well, thank you all again for joining me today. Once again, full of great information, full of amazing questions. Thank you so much for your input. I will be here again tomorrow at 11 a.m. Eastern. If you are, are watching this and you just, you've said to yourself, I have something to add to this podcast. I, I have something special to say and I want people to know about it. Go to laddertalklive.com to sign up to be a guest. We are now accepting more regular guests onto the podcast. So we'd love to hear from you. We'd love for you to be a part of the conversation. And uh, again, we have an opportunity to learn from one another. We have our weekly workshop coming up once again, Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern. If you are in your career and you are feeling a little stuck, you're feeling like, well, where do I go from here? What do I do next? Go to yourfavoritecareercoach.com. Sign up for the workshop. Once again, I'll see you tomorrow. Have a fantastic rest of the day. I'll see you soon. Bye. Hey, thanks for watching the latest episode of Ladder Talk Live. That last episode was jam-packed full of information. I know I took a lot of notes. I hope you were able to do the same. If you find yourself at the end of this episode wondering how to get your career back on track, or if you need just a little bit of career clarity, make sure you go to coachmelina.com to sign up for your free complimentary career consultation. Let's get your career aligned to where you're looking to go next. Again, we're here to help everyday people live extraordinary lives. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel and wherever you watch the podcast so you are in the know when new episodes launch and new opportunities to learn are available. I'll talk to you soon.